You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Look, say the Bengals get their guy at 18. I wouldn't be surprised if they take a wide receiver. And you have a guy like T. Higgins. You have Jamar Chase. You have uh, Yoshi coming back year two. Charlie Jones. Tyler Boyd is more than likely gone. It seems like the best case scenario. But at the same time, it, what if what if Carolina calls you? What if that team in the first round, a late pick, calls and says, you know what, Cincinnati? We want them. Let's make a deal. Let's make a trade. Let's do something here. Um, all of those are absolute possibilities. And if you are a, an, a smart front office, you listen to every single possibility. You never just say, like, franchise tag, it's over. We're not thinking about anything differently. Maybe behind closed doors they think that way. But I think what Duke Tobin said, he wasn't banking on their franchise tagging him. They're going to trade him. You're going to let him walk. It was just, yeah, of course we, we want T here. The team wants T here. Of course they want T here. He's been a huge target for Joe Burrow. So for me personally, I feel so many different ways about it because I think about what $22 million could go to on other position groups on the roster, but I also don't want to lose T Higgins. And I don't think an extension is the best. I don't know if it's the best place to go. Yeah. Um, I would pay him. I don't think they will. So it feels like pointless to talk about like yeah. extension in my mind, 5% chance mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's low. And uh, I kind of felt this running on the wall, but yeah, to me, I pay him because I think he's one of the best players on the team. And I know he was injured didn't produce as much, etc. I think sure. If, where I am on it is I would, tag and play this year and then I'm, I'm waiting for more smart people to tell me why it's a bad idea but like what what's wrong with tagging again the next year and then trading on that because 
I feel like you can get your ducks in a row a little bit better. I think that you'll lose out on value if that's the argument, which is why I think this year, somebody called with a first round pick or even Carolina at 33, let's say a top 40 pick. If somebody called with a top 40 pick and offered that for T Higgins, I'd, I'd be very tempted to take that, probably take that, especially with a first rounder. So that I, I am on that side of like, I would tag and trade him if the offer was there, but if they're not getting that offer, if it's like a second, like a mid or late second, I don't care, especially outside the top 40, mm-hmm. 50 players that I've got now. I'm probably not replacing him for that. Um, and anything about round three or later, it's like, well, there's no point. Like I'll just let him walk to get a third. Um, I guess that's if you don't sign anybody. But I feel like losing both Boyd and Higgins, it's not that the offense would be bad. Mm-hmm. I think it would regress. I think it would move to like an average offense, depending on how it would move. That's how I mean, maybe above average, but that's kind of where I am. I, I, don't, I don't want know. him to go there. I don't want him to be average. So yeah, I don't either. But and the defense is bad right now, so I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. Like if you draft the right guy, it doesn't matter. Well, it, it'll matter. I don't think there's anybody they take at 18 that'll produce at T Higgins level, but maybe you can get that and strike gold on a free age. I don't know. Like, maybe maybe it's not average, but it's definitely a regression. I don't think you can expect the same offensive output, the top five offense, even with Joe Burrow. With at least there'd be growing pains, like right, like even the Chiefs had growing pains when they let Tyree Kill go, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid leading that team. So I've heard that comparison, and while fair, we'll see. I we'll see. I. I I don't know. I, I'm a little bit tied up on it because maybe I'm thinking too much about what happened with the safeties. Maybe I'm underestimating what a rookie first round wide receiver could provide, but, and maybe I'm over it. The other part of this is who are they really signing with that money? Like you could talk about Matt BK. You could talk about Chris Jones. Let's be realistic. Who are the Bengals signing with that money? It's going to be like uh, their biggest free agent get will be who? I don't I think it's going to be on the defensive line to be honest. I think more money it's going to go right but back. But it won't be I don't think it'll be any of the top guys. Like the biggest free agent defensive lineman they get who do you think it would be? Cuz I I think Chris Jones is fantasy land if you're ever No, gonna... I don't think that's going to happen. I actually think he's going to stay in Kansas City. Um and I and I I I think you at the same time I I I I don't I don't know what when it comes to a big free agent who they're going to get, but they do have it, it I hate saying this. They have to go put money somewhere where they've already been putting money and it's not producing outside of Trey Hendrickson, really. Um, And DJ reader. Who's I'm starting to feel also gone. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like DJ reader is not coming back. I felt that way for a while. (laughs) I I was very optimistic because I was thinking, Oh, you know, there's a possibility. There's a possibility. I don't think they're going to go that way. No, I I don't hurt. And he's 28 or 29. So the Bengals aren't interested, even if. So when you you put it that way, (laughs) Um, I mean, it's. I think they should be. I think. I think they should want him back. I think this defense, it's a major concern. Even if I think that Dax Hill and DJ Turner can play better next year, Cam Taylor Britt can take another step next year. Jordan Battle can get better next year. The linebackers should positively regress. Regression is not just negative. You know, it can yeah. be the other way too. I think they play below their standard, so it goes back to their standard. This defensive line without DJ Reader is kind of a disaster, and not the edge group. But they're interior right now. And then if I don't think that they're going to bring in a dude, 
like the best guy they might bring in, like was it Shand Sheldon Rankins or? Okay. Grover, I've heard, I've heard people bring up Grover Stewart. That drives me crazy because I'm like, just keep, just keep DJ, <laughs> because Stewart's like 31. <laughs> like, what are, what? I mean, I guess the injury would be what you're concerned about. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I, what do you do with the money to make it worth getting rid of T Higgins? Because to me, I'm tagging, and we'll see yeah. about where that goes from there. I don't know. I, I could no. be wrong. Last thing I wanted to bring up was the 33rd team's writer Charlie Parkinson did a study on hit rate on first round picks and you, the hit rate is basically if they got a second contract. So in this, you know, there's going to be outliers like T Higgins isn't getting a second round, a second contract from the team. So, uh, so that, that wouldn't be a hit, but it generally works for guys like JJ Arthega Whiteside or Josh Rosen, or, you know, those type of guys mm -hmm. are like busts as well. Wide receiver hit rate. 38% in the first round. Offensive tackle, 58.8. I just feel like we forget these wide receiver busts. Like we look at Jordan Addison and we're like, yeah, 900 yards as a rookie. Like, yeah, you take that. And then I know the Bengals, they develop these guys, et cetera. Et cetera. But, then I, and then I look at, I don't know, you look at Quentin Johnston and all these other guys are like, well, that guy's not good. But we, I feel like we knew the Chargers missed that one as soon as they made the pick, and they should have, they should have um, drafted Flowers. What about the guy everybody wanted over team? Um, what's his name from Baylor? Mims. Yeah. What about Mims? What <laughs> are the other Mims that got drafted this year? Marvin Mims. Here's what I want to say. I want to say Stay away from Mims. <laughs> I love T Higgins. I would be extremely yeah. happy the day that they say, you know what, we're going to franchise him. I'm like, great. One more year with T. Higgins, let's go. I don't think it's going to be anything beyond that. I think it has a lot to do with who reps him, and I just don't think they're trying to do business with David Malagata. Um, I, 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 it's very I unfortunate. It's very, very, very That's unfortunate. why I thought he was gone in the first place. Yeah, we can say the same thing for Joseph Asai. I know it's a different position group, but we could say the well, same thing for that what... that one's a little more affordable, but yeah, I do think he's gone. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I think it's gone. I mean, the production's really hasn't been there um, last year, which was a huge disappointment. But I think with that scenario, I think, I, I think the Bengals will do the franchise tag. I just, at the same time, I, I want you to look at this outlook of wide receivers. This wide receiver class, Daniel Jeremiah, so there was about 10 or 11 guys who it just really stands out for him when you think about top guys in the first round for wide receiver group. This is a loaded wide receiver class. The wide receiver class, just if you look at prospects and you think about college football and you think about guys year after year, it's only going to grow. This team does need to add another wide receiver. It might be in the draft. It might be free agency, even if they do franchise tag T Higgins. But one thing this team does is they always prepare a year ahead when it comes to some of these players leaving. Right. I feel like it would be very telling at 18 if there's a possible offensive lineman there sitting there in the first round and they say, you know what? We have a higher grade on that wide receiver who fell to 18. We're going wide receiver because we have to think about the future when T. Higgins is no longer here. I, I just think 2024 is it. And, and you know, 
Duke's comments, you know, it doesn't really tell you one way or another. It's it feels less optimistic, but at the same time, we kind of always knew it was going to be Jamar Chase, the the number one. They were. I feel like they're going to do everything in their power to make Jamar Chase a Cincinnati Bengal for life, if possible. Right. What that number looks like ten years down the road, but they are going to do everything to keep those two together. I, okay. I just. Yeah, go ahead. I I hear you. So I know you have to pay Jamar Chase. I feel like the Colts had to pay Marvin Harrison. Then they just, they also paid Reggie Wayne. It feels like you can pay that second guy, right? And this has been the downfall of the offense before. <laughs> we look at Marvin Jones and Mamas New leaving the same year, and they went, we'll bring in Brandon LaFell, and we'll draft Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd eventually became a really good player. Yeah. But not right away. And I just want to, you said Dan Jeremiah says an awesome wide receiver class. T. Higgins draft class was an awesome wide receiver class. And you look at it, Henry Ruggs, miss, off the field, whole thing. Ooh, Jerry yeah. Judy, miss. C.D. Lamb, hit. Jalen Rager, miss. Justin Jefferson, hit. Brandon Ayuk, hit. hit. T. Higgins, hit. Michael Pittman, hit. But, you know, there's a little bit in there that's, like, not great. And then I, the other class I remember, and this is the one that <laughs> I think really points the other way, was 2015. Amari Cooper, hit. That's a top five pick. Kevin White. Miss Devontae Parker and eh. Nelson Aguilar. He's made a career, but I'd call that a miss for a first round pick. Rashad Perriman, miss Philip Dorsett, miss Devin Smith, miss Dorio Green Beckham, miss Devin Funches, miss <laughs> awesome wide receiver class. Those were the first two rounds. Was it like maybe, I'm just, maybe I'm just optimistic. I'm still wanting the Brian. I'm Thompson. pretty optimistic that the Bengals can do it. 